0: United States is in the midst of a civil war. Now, it's not the type of civil war that you're thinking of. When we think of a civil war, especially in the United States, we think of states versus states like it was in the 1860s. However, when we look at the last 20 years of civil wars that have happened around the world, that's not what civil wars actually look like. So welcome to Flip the Script Podcast. Before I get into this, make sure you hit that like button, hit the share button, hit the subscribe button. So if you stay with me through this video, I'll explain to you about the new American civil war. So the civil war that we're in right now is not about state versus states it's not the north and the south it's not the east and the west versus each other it's a war of ideology and the rule of law it's essentially between the left and the right and the division between the left and the right has become so great that it's now becoming apparent that the two sides cannot coexist together when two sides feel like they cannot coexist together you start getting clashes you start getting friction you start seeing violence and it progressively escalates and we've been in the beginning stages of the civil war for a number of years now we're reaching to a point where things are escalating a little a little bit farther. So let me explain. Year 2020, Antifa and BLM riots all across the nation, attempting to burn down federal courthouses. The creation of autonomous zones taking a number of city blocks and trying to burn down police stations, kicking the police out of certain neighborhoods, riots, looting. And even if there are arrests, the local prosecutors and attorney generals are deciding to drop charges against these individuals that are starting this violence because those individuals that are committing that type of violence align with their worldview and their Ideology, And you have months and months of this going on. And then you have an election where you have a large amount of the country believes that this election was not legitimate due to the mail-in voting system. Because of the pandemic. Now, mail in voting is extremely susceptible to fraud. So, those concerns are legitimate. But then the people in power are just saying, oh no, this is the most secure election. On a whole other topic, if you've not seen the movie 2000 Mules yet, make sure that you check that out by Dinesh D'Souza. So, now when we have all of these rioters that were committing actual violence and attempting to burn down federal courthouses and police stations, and when you see those their charges are dropped, then there comes a the dismantling of the rule of law, where a group of people, because of their ideology, are not being held to the rule of law. And then you have the January 6th protesters who came down to the Capitol and there was a group of people that committed violence and they entered the Capitol unlawfully. So those who committed violence, or rightfully so, were prosecuted. But then you have people that just entered the Capitol and didn't commit any violence and they were prosecuted as well. And none of them have had their charges dropped. Though some people took it to trial and ended up getting dismissed. Some took plea deals. Some cases are still ongoing. But when you take those two events of the months and months of riots in 2020 from Antifa and BLM, how the majority of those cases were dropped. But none on the January 6th, riots, cases have been dropped. And you could see the division there because one ideology did not align with the people in power who can make decisions on prosecution. So that creates a big divide. Then you have the government, particularly the FBI, that created incidents to prosecute people for plans that they started. For instance, the plan to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer over her COVID lockdown policies. The FBI came up with that whole plan themselves. And then we recruited people to help carry it out. And then when it came down to actually carrying out to act, then those individuals they recruited were arrested and charged and it was put out to the media that these people... These horrible right-wing extremists came up with this plot to kidnap the governor and ultimately do harm to her. But the whole thing was a setup by the FBI. Now there's even some credible evidence that the FBI was involved in January 6th riots and that they might have even been the catalyst to people to commit violence on that day. It's hard to get any information out of the FBI. Senators and congressmen tried, but of course the FBI will not talk about it and they will not say how many undercover agents were on the ground and on the days leading up to and on January 6th. But since the FBI won't come out and completely deny their involvement in January 6th, gives enough reason to figure out that they most likely were involved. So now, so there's a whole bunch of other range of issues where the left and the right just do not see eye to eye. And that goes down from everything from taxes to the Second Amendment to Roe v. Wade. And you can just go down the line of everywhere to the left and the right do not agree on. But now... We have political activists working inside the government as court clerks. They're taking it into their own hands to try to stir the pot. You had a court clerk that works for the Supreme Court of the United States that leaked a draft decision by the Supreme Court to overturn Roe v. Wade. And now you have political activists, anarchists, that are... Protesting and threatening violence against the Supreme Court judges, who they believe voted in favor of overturning Roe v. Wade. That is illegal. It's illegal to protest in front of judges' houses with the intent to get them to change their decision. Now, since this is a draft, it wasn't final and it can't be changed. So they are trying to get the Supreme Court judges to change their decision out of fear of violence and for fear of their own life. That is illegal. But nobody's being arrested, nobody's being prosecuted for that. So we have have a breakdown of a rule of law where our law enforcement agencies, especially the federal government, have been politicized and the prosecute one side and not prosecute the other. They'll let one side get away with committing acts of violence and not the other. We have protests in New York where we had people throwing Molotov cocktails inside of police cars. We have rioters destroying the streets of New York. Very few were actually charged. And those that were charged, their cases were ultimately dismissed. The nation cannot survive going on like that. Because the one side that is feeling the rule of law is going to retaliate. And I believe that that's the plan of the left is to try to force their opponents to start committing acts of violence. I've already seen it ultimately that is the plan of the people who are funding these left-wing activist groups that are organizing and committing these acts of violence all across the nation because they have a a guy by the name of george Soros who funds all of these left-wing activist groups who funds attorney generals and prosecutors to get them into office so that they could implement his ideology about his world of view because he funds them and ultimately the plan is to cause the other side to commit acts of violence and retaliation to the left's acts of violence and then my friends is where you're going to See a civil war start. It will be in your streets. It's not going to be state against state. It's going to be neighbor against neighbor, co worker against co worker, family member against family member. Because eventually, that war of ideology will spill over into actual violence. And as we've seen in other nations, we've seen insurgencies rise up. If you don't think that that could happen, you've already lost because it absolutely could. There's many things that happen in this world that we never thought would happen, but they ended up happening. This COVID pandemic and this lockdown, for one, never did I think where I would see the government tell people that they're not allowed to work because of a a virus that has a 99. 0.7% 0.7% survival rate. We have vaccine mandates and Tell people about they can't work unless they get this vaccine so they can fill the pockets of the pharmaceutical companies that fund their campaigns. So on the right, you mostly have people that are against vaccine mandates and they feel that you should not force people to get vaccines, to get a medical procedure that they do not want to get. But the left was all for that. The left was like, no, you need to get this vaccine for the greater good of humanity, even though the vaccine has not been proven to stop the transmission of the virus. But now those same people, that were demanding that you get an injection against their will are now the same people that are screaming my body, my choice when it comes to Roe v. Wade. So you have some people on the left saying that people on the right are hypocrites because they were saying my body, my choice when it comes to vaccine mandate. But now when it comes to Roe v. Wade and abortion, they're not calling for my body, my choice. But that argument is a fallacy. Now, let me be clear. Not everybody on the right is pro-life. The majority are, but of course, there's always outliers. But the argument for the people that are pro-life is that the fetus inside of you is not your body. It is only in your body. And your body is only the host for it as it develops. But it ultimately is not your body it is not you because once that child is born you cannot kill it because that's murder because that is an independent life it's whether it's inside you out of you it is still an independent life that's their view on that and they don't feel that it should be legal to murder because that's ultimately what they feel is that the baby inside you is a living being. Now, I'm not a mother. I've never given birth. But I know that many mothers, when they are pregnant, they can feel the baby moving around, kicking. And they feel like they could communicate with that baby. And they know that it is another life inside of them. So pretend that it's not. It's, it's not an actual being. It's a fallacy. And it's completely wrong and not backed up by science. So when you hear politicians say, this is about women's reproductive rights. Or this is about their medical rights. That's a logical fallacy. But this issue has become so polarized. And it's being pushed Pushed out by our politicians and on social media. It is creating a real real division amongst people, amongst family members, amongst friends, against co-workers. And you have these activist groups that are getting out there and they are starting to commit violence and trying to influence Supreme Court judges' decisions over ideology. Now, the thing is that Roe v. Wade doesn't even make abortion illegal. All it does is give it back to the states and the state legislatures will make their decisions. So if you live in a blue state, you're not going to be affected by your ability to get an abortion. And ultimately, you probably see states like California and Washington go to the extreme and allow post-birth abortions because that's what they do. They always push things to the extreme. So not only would they allow abortion, but they allow third trimester abortion, and possibly even post-birth abortion. That's what you will see in those states because they can make their own abortion laws if Roe v. Wade is overturned. And then if you live in a red state that is more likely to be pro-life, they may put restrictions on abortion or they may outright make it illegal. But if you live in one of those states where they make it completely illegal, you just go to another state and get your abortion. But they're using this to Divide the country and their ideology that they're putting out, saying that if you are pro-life, you're against a woman's rights. This is a logical fallacy. This is not true. Is that those people that are pro-life feel that an unborn baby is another being, is another life that should not be murdered? That's how they feel about that. I'm not here to tell you what's right or wrong. I'm only here to tell you about what the facts are. This video is not about Roe v. Wade or about abortion. It's about the Civil War, about the issues that are leading up to the Second American Civil War. I hear politicians often say that you need a uniter, a leader that's going to unite both sides. But I never see anybody talking about the possibility that the two sides cannot be united. And I don't see any way that they can. Of course, the person on the left and the right. Could be friends. They could individually. They could be friends. They'll be able to work together. Be able to get along as they don't talk about the issues that divide them. But that's not the issue. The issue is these organizations, these nonprofits that are mostly on the left and are George Soros backed. They're going to commit acts of violence to get paid for it, like they did in the summer of 2020. Paid protesters, paid rioters. They're going to commit actual acts of violence, and then you're going to have the other side that's going to retaliate, and we will see an actual civil war across the nation. I hope I'm wrong. I hope that doesn't happen. But as every issue that that comes up that divides us more and more I don't see a way that's going to end and we're going to see fighting and insurgencies inside the United States that the United States has never seen before since the first American Revolution I don't know how it's going to pan out all I can tell you is that we are on the verge of that and we're going down that path right now so if this is going to stop then we have to have the rule of law imposed and that both sides need to be treated equally under the law and you can't have these progressive and far left activists attorney generals and prosecutors that prosecute according to their ideology and not the rule of law because this country cannot function that way. Cannot go on like that. We will see the fall of the United States if that continues. And that's all for now. Make sure you hit the like button, hit the share button. Remember, keep your mind sharp. The media always lies. Let's Flip The Script Podcast out.